Hey folks, it's Sir Richard Wentworth. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these 3 easy steps. First, Download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. broadcast network after buzz tv over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, there it is, Phil. The theme, the good theme. The Bring only it theme. Back. The only one there is. Hey, After Buzzers, you are watching episode 14 and 15 of season 6, Shark Tank on After Buzz TV. I'm Cameron Lewis. Steph Z is off tonight, but joining me per usual in the booth tonight, Phil Zvitek. Phil, Welcome, what's going on? This was, uh, we got we got a little special thing. We got, we got a Tuesday episode. We got a... Friday episode. We got a lot of episode to go through. I'm pretty sure that we're going to get to a point with Shark Tank where they're just doing it for three hours a night, every night of the week. That's what ABC is going to do to this thing. We just need a lot of product for that. I think it's there. I think we can do it. We bring on some other uh, some other sharks on the panel. We can make this a regular thing. That's. Uh, I, I feel like we definitely need other sharks. I think it definitely helps uh, because eventually it's going to... Yeah, I just want to see some other people. Really? Who, who be, I think so. Who would be the first to go for you, Phil? It, it's it's not about replacing people. It's <laughs> about adding people. So we, maybe we have a Monday crew, a Tuesday crew. Okay. And then, like, those guys, there's always someone from the main show, right? There's 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 five sharks typically. I know we have six yeah. that we rotate because we rotate um, Damon and Barbara. So maybe we just kind of do one on the panel each day. You know, through like Monday through Thursday, and Friday we get the originals. Risky. You get YouTubers and stuff in there. You know, like Friday night's going to be like the YouTuber night. It's going to be a weird show. That that would be fun, though. It would be kind of fun. I would do a night. What you would do a night? I know you would. I want to do. Um, I this is totally off subject and and whatever else. Ah, but, go but for I, it. But I, I hope you guys can appreciate this. I want to do a version where it's like deal or no deal. Where you have me, you, Steph, and everybody else kind of doing Shark Tank on behalf of Mark Cuban and whoever else, and just making outrageous. Um, I'll, I'll give you five million for five percent, and then you have Kevin O'Leary in the background calling you like, He's "I know, the no, do not do that, do not do that." <laughs> mm, I kind of did. Yeah. All right. So, I dig it. 
I don't I know. It. Just an experimentation. Well, shall we hop in? Shall Let's... we hop in? We have eight pitches to cover tonight. Absolutely. Total of eight. So we'll start with episode 14. The first pitch, scratch and grain baking. Coming into the tank, seeking 150000 for 20%. Phil, what did you think of this one? Uh, I agree with those guys. The The name was terrible. Scratch. Horrible name. It, it sounds like a scratch-off. Yeah, no. It, it has nothing to do with what they're um, actually doing. But the concept, right? Uh, original cookie. I, I do love that. I, I thought that was brilliant. Um, you know, I don't make cookies myself too much, but this is something I would buy a girl. Well... What is the difference? And let me ask you this because this is what I was thinking the whole time. What's the difference between doing this, scratch and grain baking, versus doing something like the Pillsbury cutout cookies that you can buy in a freezer? The health factor. But you're eating a cookie. But 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 the point is right. It's yes, you are. But it's also the 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 what you're talking about. It's not an activity. You just make them because you want them. Whereas this, they they talked about the mother daughter relationship, and yeah. spending time and making cookies. So that's you know we're we're trying to nurture family sure. time here. They're Not going just, for the emotional aspect of cookie making. Yeah, the mother daughter. I can respect that. One hundred fifty thousand for twenty percent. Yep. Too high. Too low. A little high. A little high. A little high for the cookie making business. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I couldn't see this one myself. Because in terms of cookies, I don't really... It's a cookie to me. It's like ice cream versus frozen yogurt. It's all the same to me. Hmm. You know what I mean? I guess so. I get, I get what you're saying. But at the I don't same, know. Oh, but, I mean, in terms of... I I know a lot of... This sounds so sexist, I understand it. <laughs> but so many girls love to bake. And I love the little After Buzz cuties... So sexist again. <laughs> that bring in cookies for all of us. Okay. So you know what? You know, I'd have no problem giving him a little. So kit. anything that helps that cause is what you're saying. Why not? They then love it. So why? Out. Why? You know? Why not cater to it? Yeah, that's true. Do the best that you can to to stack the cards in your favor. I guess. Uh, they struck a chord with Barbara specifically. Hundred fifty thousand for twenty percent is who they ended up going with. Mark also offered them. Uh, or was it Mark or Rob? It was Rob. 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 I always do that when I write down notes about these two. Why is that? Why? They're well, completely first off, different they were, people. They, they were trying to um, yeah, they were trying to go in together, and Bob was like, "I'm gonna cut him out." Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't see Rob in this one, anyways. Okay, who do you think? Who do you think's actually bad at communication? Just as, just as a fun thing, because um, Robert had that. You know, Barbara writes on a stone tablet. <laughs> So who's more accessible, uh, uh, Robert or Barbara? Barbara. Okay. I think, uh, especially when it comes to like the food stuff, you know, she she's had the success with this uh, in the past, which I think that's a good reason to go with her, and it's who they ended up going with in the end. But uh, I don't know. She just kind of seems like she does a little bit more hand holding to me. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, I, I do feel that. Whereas, um, what what I can respect about Robert, I feel like he's one of those like teach a man to fish, so he teaches fishing. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Anyways, they ended up going with Barbara, hundred fifty, twenty percent. Congrats to, to them. them. Congrats to them. Uh, I I don't know if this is gonna be a big business. I think this might be a, a one off, but we'll see. We'll see. We could see an update from this week from now. Uh, next up, Bottle Bright. 
Justin and Seth. <sighs> Phil, what are your thoughts? Bottle you bright. sound like you have some thoughts. Here's the official description. Bottle Bright, an effervescent tablet that cleans bottles and similar hard-to-clean containers. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, don't care. I, I, re- I really don't. I, you know what? Because I have Tupperware, I have water bottles, and I have all these things. And you know what? I've I found a way to clean them. Yeah. No, it's... I mean, I don't know if there's a market for something like this, if it can be as easily combated as just getting a baby bottle brush from the 99 cent store or something. You know what I mean? I didn't really see, like, is this actually a problem that needs to be solved? Well, you have to, here's the thing. You have to, like, spark the fear of death into people saying, like, the things you're doing to your water bottles are so bad for it. Whereas, you know, because for me right now, I'm sure it is, but I don't care. But, like, how how long, like, do you go personally without cleaning your bottle? Uh, one or two days. Probably. See, then you don't I need, ch- like, what is it, why do you even need this thing? Is that the thing? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I like, I, I clean my bottle pretty right. regularly. You just clean it. Like, just clean the bottle. I don't know I mean, why I, you need an alcohol is, is this, like, an REI product? You know, Recreation uh, Equipment Incorporated? Or, you know what I mean? Like, for <laughs> yeah. mountain people? Because if you're on the mountain and you need to clean your water bottle, but there you might have a bigger problem of where the hell you find your water. Yeah, and I also have a hard time because they were saying essentially what you do with this product. You take the tab, you fill your bottle with water, you drop the tab in, you let it do its magic. I don't know that I believe that it actually cleans the bottle. How do you how do you knock off stuff without doing a little scrubbing? You know? I don't know. I don't buy it. So in the words of Lindsay Lohan from the Harry Potter SNL skit, the magic isn't happening? The magic isn't happening. Good reference. Wow. <laughs> you just got deep. Look it up, people. Look it up. <laughs> uh, but again, I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't see this as a big problem. Second of all, I don't buy that this actually cleans the, the, the product. I buy that it might purify the water that's in the product when you're trying to clean it, which is not really the point. But I don't see it essentially being like scrubbing bubbles or anything. And also it being safe for you to put your mouth when, on When it comes to it. these types of products, I never know what's a hit or miss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't know the market of this. I mean, yes, ton, people could just all of a sudden just be insane and buy all this stuff. But I'm more interested in, you know, hold your haunches perhaps. Hold your Okay. Like that's a, that could be a good product. I, it is a good product. Um, you know, Spy Escape and Evasion. That's a good product. Yeah. The, the rest of them, I'm not so... The Doorman! Great product. Man. The rest of them, this one, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I it's, know what uh, I know. You know, you know. I, you know one that I really knew it was a screen mesh. Yeah. I love that thing. There you go. I need to get me some of that. Anyway, so uh, they ended up going with Lori, who offered them uh, 75000 for 35%. Uh, and that's the deal they got. I was surprised that anybody went in on this, but it made sense that Lori did. Yeah, it's one of those things when it's when it's a tough product it's either going to be one of those sharks or none yeah right because a lot of times if it's clothing it's coming down like damon you're going to go in for this or not yeah but uh, laurie you're going to go in for this or not right so it's just and she did so there you go so congrats congrats to justin and seth up next vest packs the vest backpack uh solution Ugh. I 
I oy, 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 oy. there's so many back here's the thing I, I am a man who appreciates a good backpack because I'm always buying backpacks and yeah. I, I like a good backpack and it, it's not a bad idea but the market is so saturated so license yeah. it license it if you have to license it would be the only way I see this thing taking off uh, like you said the mat- the market is so saturated I just don't even the thing is it this isn't something like a backpack isn't something you wear all day, is it? I mean, For it's kids, something pretty that, much. Do they? Because I feel like you go to school with the backpack. You take your books to and from school. You take your homework to and from school to home. Uh, and then you kind of ditch it for the day in your well, locker, it's also, right? Well, is it also like a – it's also like a cold thing. So in the morning, you know, it might be cold, so you put on this vest. So you put on a sleeveless <laughs> vest. I mean, yes. But the problem is then – how hot is it? How much, you know what I mean? So if it's the summertime or you're coming back from school, I don't know. The best part of this pitch was uh, the guy pitching saying his daughter invented the product <laughs> when she was in sixth grade. And I, I know that the girl who was there presenting it, who was wearing it, was not in sixth grade. But for some reason, I associated that girl to be the, to be the daughter. And so I thought, oh, how cute. She invented it. She invented this backpack vest, and that's awesome. Turns out the daughter is 24 now. She should be running this she business, if nothing else. She should be the one. Clearly, she had the foresight to say, Dad, uh, you take this, because I don't really believe in it anymore. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> again, for a sixth grader to come up with that and make it, that's that's all well and dandy. That's fine. But then you got to do, if she is 24, she should be running this company, not, this is my CFO. <laughs> Right. I sold my, you know, the percentage to him, and now he makes it because I don't care. Right. See, now, I, I, we talked about the, the kids wear the backpack all day. Okay, maybe they do. I just don't understand how this is better than a, than a regular backpack. That's the other problem I have with it. Uh, I, I, I it feel distribute, like backpacks are okay. It distributes weight easier. I get that. Um, one of the things, I mean, how many times... People don't always know how to do the straps correctly. You know, they do sure. it too low, too high, and it messes with your back. Some kids go, you know, one strap. So it's one of those things that it forces you to wear a backpack correctly. Yeah. So I, I see the benefits. Uh, who knows? Yeah. I mean, they, they've sold for two months and did terribly. So. Yeah. Sorry, vest packs. Everybody was out. That's it. Nobody wanted it. I don't really want one either. I'll Phil, get you one. Will you really? How cool would it Are be? Are you going to get one? After after Buzz Vest Packs? That might be kind of cool. Yeah. The only thing with it, I mean, the, the whole redistribution of weight, it's not like you're putting the books in the front. If there was a way to put the books in the front, then I would believe it. Here's, I have a bigger issue with, like, now. first off, I think it's a smart idea. The only, you know, um, it didn't seem that big. And kids today... And by the way, I, I know this this was kind of more for younger kids, but yeah. like, so can a, can there be a college line for this? Because I know my friends that went to college, especially in Boston and whatever, they they have to have a lot of stuff on them, right? It could rain, yeah. it could snow, so you got to have some clothes. Your books are going to be heavy now. You got your computer and things like that. You got a lot of stuff to carry. Yeah, you got like forty to fifty pounds to carry. No offense. Yeah, no, so. that's true. You know, and how about you? We were talking about licensing. Before licenses to to like sporting teams, I can see people taking this to the game. 
because yeah. you can fit the snacks in the back. You can yeah. fit, but then it becomes like cooler vest. Uh, well, that yeah, that, that would be, be good. See, we're making actually, things happen. I'm gonna write that down. Cooler Call vest us. comes with the attachable hose to drink your beer. I like that one. Yeah, Phil, tell us about Everywhere's sticky ties. They're so much fun. You get to reuse them. Uh, like, I mean, it makes sense that they're selling them in party city and things like that. I just, it's, it's, the whole point of fun stuff is that it's supposed to be disposable. Right. Yeah, I mean, how, I, the, you know, if I'm doing a crazy night and, you know, people are going to, let's say, let, let's, let's take it to extreme. Like, you and I just crazy, crazy night, especially sure. when, when we're hanging out with Steph C. Which oh, wild, off the wall. Wild. Off the wall. So people's faces get written on, things like that, you know. But the point is, it was fun, and we can talk about it, but I don't want the evidence of remembering it. Yeah. So anything that I could, again, wash my face, any of the weird clothes, it's got to go. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I Again, when it comes to, like, party stuff, it, it's just, I, I don't know this market, so I don't care. You know, I find myself doing that so much when I watch a show. It's either, I like you said, I love the product, or it's like, I don't, I just don't. I don't see a need for it myself, so I'm just going to kind of ditch the idea. This is one of them. I, you know, like you said, you don't see anybody reusing the party hats, like kids' parties and stuff like that. You don't reuse the happy birthday banner. You don't reuse any of that stuff. Sticky ties, to begin with, I don't even understand it, really. Um, You know, it's one of those things, like, and I think the sharks feel the same way. It's like, if it's going to make me money, okay, maybe I'll go into it. Right. I gotta have some passion for this. That must be one of the hardest things to determine is, you know, like these kind of one-off products that people use and throw away that are just kind of random. Like whoever, whoever first pitched and got investment for the party hat, that must have been a difficult thing because how do you know if that is actually a trend that's going to take off. Speaking of trend, here's a trend, right? Here's a trend that we're seeing just in the season alone. Kickstarter, Kickstarter, Kickstarter. Oh, how many time. people, you know, they start on Kickstarter and they're fulfilling orders that way and it's like, okay, you know, what was what was your goal? And I forget one one of the products again, and we've seen this multiple times, but I remember one specifically, it was like $65,000 and they got out of it $500,000. Yeah. So okay, the market is speaking now can it go beyond that maybe but you know that campaign in itself is just so brilliant and so that tests it without really running the risk of 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 doing this yeah so i i I, you know i I like the tools available for entrepreneurs who are smart yeah and they just got to use them yeah absolutely uh they came into the tank seeking 100,000 for 30 percent and how did they come out of that phil they came out. They came out good. They got a deal. They got a deal. They got a deal. But it was an interesting deal. They got bought out. Yeah, I mean, I I I didn't expect it. Me neither. And um, you know, I first off, I didn't expect that they would take it. I didn't expect that Mark would ever make that offer. I you know, it, maybe he was testing them. Yeah. Remember, because just I I believe on last episode he did that where he was like, "I'll buy your company for two million dollars." They're just like, throwing no. it out there. Then they were like, "No, yeah." Um, but I think he literally saved their lives because they were in over the head. And you know, as he said, "Listen, if I just get this for the Mavericks, 
I'll be okay. Yeah. So, you know, he... So, again, it's a gamble on his part, but I, I he'll at least make his money back. He'll definitely make the money back. Uh, and like, like and he, he, said, he honestly, he honestly, it, 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 honestly, it's just one of the greatest things that he could have done for these women because it's just... Unlike Kevin, who does it in such a weird way and people don't really listen to him, he took them out of their misery yeah. and finally gave them peace and joy and they can do what they do want to do and they, he gave them stability, you know, for their kids. Yeah, I mean, I feel for him because it, it it has to come to a certain point. You've invested so much money, you've invested so much time to where even if you really are kind of over it, you have no other option but just to keep going until there's some sort of end, whether you get bought out or whether you find that crazy amount of success. Um, so I think I think they made a good decision. Absolutely. Uh, it's probably a decision I would have made, honestly, <laughs> in terms of reasonable sticky time. I liked it when they were they were out in the hallway and they're like, wait, what do, what do we decide? We don't even know where we're going back anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those hallway conversations, that should be a show in and of itself. That should be another Shark Tank spinoff. Hmm. Conversations in the hallway of the tank. Anything else from episode 14? Any other any other thoughts? I, you know what? I enjoyed um I enjoyed seeing multiple episodes in one week. You know, it kind of made the week go a little bit better. Yeah. So, I got two in one. That was Shark great. Tank on a Tuesday, I kind of dug. Shark Tank on a Tuesday <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, let's move on to episode 15 and the first product is probably my favorite product of the season so far. This is the best light I've ever I, seen. A, amazing. Lumio is the name of the product. We have Max coming into the tank pitching. $200,000 for 8% is what he seeks. And it's essentially what could be described as a library book that opens up into a magical, soft, bright light. And you can stick it anywhere. It's Well, magnet, but yes. Here's my here's my thought process reaction to watching this guy pitch. He opens it up. I go, wow, that you know that's a pretty light. And then I go, I, I can see I can see me like setting that out, using it for reading. And then he said, you could do it 180. You can do it 360. And I thought that's impressive. He said you can open it a little bit for bedside reading. I went, okay, yeah, I see that. And then he started sticking in on walls like Spider Man. <laughs> and I was like, this guy actually thought of everything. Like I can see my dad. Using this in his garage. I can see somebody using this out back in their house, getting ready for the bonfire, setting it up on the deck. I mean, it's endless applications. This is amazing. And the mobile version. And oh, when the he recharging said, the cell phone? Oh, yeah. Oh. And when he said, I went to China to live in the warehouse so I could figure this out, That's- that was just... Everyone was just like, oh, that's where oh, he really oh, got them. Oh, this is a guy. Please. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is the guy. That's where they really um, got him. Absolutely. And um, it, uh, what I was surprised, the you know, I wasn't surprised that so many people went in on this. The amount of deals people made or were offering were the most interesting, and the fact that he went with Robert was of most of all interesting. I I, I completely agree with you. Uh, not only was it interesting that there were five offers, but I thought it was interesting that the five offers were really kind of different from one another too. Absolutely. You know, sometimes you see him go, okay, 100,000 for 10%. I'll also do 100,000 for 10%, but I think I'm better suited for it. I will also do $100,000 for 10%. That kind of gets a little. Or I'll do 100,000 for 9%. 
with a four cent royalty on everything. You know, it's like, uh, that's more or less the same. But we had five different offers. First one was Robert, 250000 for 10%. That's only 2% more than what they were initially asking. Kevin, $250. He had to complicate the crap out of everything. $250,000 for 4% with a royalty of $7 until he recoups $500,000 and then uh, he sticks with that 4%. Well, that was, here's the thing. He had he he doubled the valuation, and he doubled the valuation. He made a and very big point about that. A line of credit, a line of credit. Like there's there there was a lot in that. It was actually, in the words of Damon, it was actually a sweet deal that could have given someone a cavity. Yeah, that is <laughs> that is true. Um, Especially for him, and, and even the announcer when we come back from commercial break, I cracked up. Surprisingly, Kevin O'Leary has doubled the valuation. <laughs> Oh, man. I love that announcer guy. People on Twitter hate on him a lot, actually. Why? I don't know. He's it's just so, the announcer. It's so unnecessary for Shark Tank to have an announcer. Shut up. Why? It's, we like, love him. Who cares? We love him. Uh, Mark offered 500000 for 16%. Essentially, same valuation, double the the uh, investment. Uh, he made an emphasis on e-commerce. Lori, $250,000 for 12%, plus a $250,000 line of credit. Uh, and she wanted to see it in colors. What do you think about the colors? Love that idea. Loved it. Pretty good idea. Because then you bring the kids into it, really. Yeah. Uh, Damon, $750,000 for 20% with a $10 million line of credit. What? Now, right there, that is the offer I would have taken. Absolutely. That is the offer I would have I, taken. That just sounds so good. $10 million line of credit. Uh, because not only uh, is that $10 million line of credit awesome, but Damon also seems to me to be the person who understands the product and really, uh, I don't know, Well, it's one of the, relates to it. Here's the thing. It's one of those things like Damon, Damon knows warehouse. He knows manufacturing and all that. Yeah. But... And lo- I give Lori so much credit for the color thing. Of course, he's going to steal that. Thank sure. You. She Lori- shouldn't have said that out loud. Lori should have gotten like a 2% just on that alone. Yeah. But Robert, t- if, if you're looking at this as a tech product, Mark or Robert were the best choices. Yeah. I. But I, to me, It I depends how you view the product. Yeah. It depends on how you view the product. Um, it, I guess it is a tech product. I guess... But I mean, it I don't fits know. multiple categories. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I who would you have gone with in this situation? I, I you know, I would have maybe gone with Mark. Be yeah. I mean, because he, he's a tech guy. Yeah. But he's also able to um to put around a staff force. But at the same time, you know, Mark's not like a like a full IT guy. Whereas Robert, I feel like, is more down and dirty. Yeah, and so if if you're him, you're looking at this and saying, you know what, I know how to cut the cost. I know I know the manufacturing side of it. I need some help with tech and the vision. Yeah. So Robert strategically, I guess, made the most sense. And I mean, he had a, he certainly had a clear direction. He knew what he wanted. He knew what he was going for. And he definitely loved it. So he yeah. definitely loved it. He was so happy every time he opened it. Um, how did you think? How did how did you feel about the design of the product? There is nothing about this product that I can knock. 
Okay. Just really. Because honestly. I figured, I figured for some reason that, not you specifically, but some people would have the problem with the way it was designed because it's like a book and not like, but I actually loved it for that reason. And because. It's like a better version can, of a China ball. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, and it's still soft light, so it's not like an LED flashlight that it has an annoyingly bright light and I don't know. I loved it. Congratulations, Max. Deal, Robert. Uh, and Damon looked really pissed whenever he did not get it. Ah, oh, man, they all jumped on this thing. Absolutely. I'm going to get one. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to get one. I'm sure the website's broken already, though. Uh, up next, Phil, actually, let me remind you guys, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, uh, rate How us are you on listening there, if you're not stars. subscribed? That's stupid. I know. See, with, when you just uh, let me let me just break it down. When you subscribe to the podcast, we pop up on your phone. Phil's VTEX voice will just start playing, or uh, Steph Z, or, or you'll Steph hit Z. Give YouTube also. Uh, you can go to AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. Oh, that'll just always pop that'll up. That'll just every time, all over the place. Uh, we love your comments. We love when you listen and watch the show. Thanks so much. Um, next on episode 15, the Napwell. Neil and Justin coming to the tank, seeking 100,000 for 10%. Phil, are you napping well? I am an amazing napper. Yeah? I don't need this product. I, don't, I really don't. I don't think um, anybody needs this product. And that's the, I mean, here's the thing. There's, um, there's like the sleep apps. By the way, like, if you're looking for a product like this to wake you up gently, Honestly, just download a sleep app. Just yeah. It's good and it'll cost you two bucks at most. Yeah. Five if you really want all the bells and whistles, which <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I feel like it's a greater epidemic. People people need more time to sleep and people need to get to sleep faster. Yeah. That's the problem. And and so yeah. so it's a waste of these guys' efforts. I I legitimately thought because when they started saying it was a nap product mostly and they said yeah you could use it for going to sleep at night but i thought that it was going to be some kind of mask that you warm up somehow place on your face and it soothes your eyes or some mumbo jumbo like that that would help you fall asleep because my big beef with napping is i can't get to fall asleep with it um and that seemed to be a, a large contest uh among the sharks was this isn't really an issue for a lot of people. The issue is falling asleep, whether it's napping or whether it's going to sleep for the evening. I'll tell you the real issue. What's the you real issue? You try to take a nap and people be blowing. It's like the number one thing. People just start blowing up your phone. Yeah. Emails, texts, calls, and it's and it's always the dire situation. So you know what? <laughs> just just answer all that stuff. Figure out a way to be like, Cam sends me an email. Hey, uh, can you send me that photo real fast? And then like just auto auto response with that photo no no not napping just sends the photo okay wow that's talking about automating everything talking about artificial intelligence i'm not okay with it uh yeah nap well i don't know uh i also have a hard time being convinced without putting this thing on my face that lights flashing would simulate a sunrise i don't mind I, i i think that's totally true and things like that but that's the problem that our our light intake is so messed up, right? Yeah. It used to be like, you know, the human body, it's supposed to see sun, sunlight come yeah. through. So it wakes up. You go the day. Your body, by taking all that sunlight, gets tired and tired. 
and at night when there's no light, the body tells you, oh, time for sleep. Yeah. But now we wake up earlier than the sun sometimes, and most of us go hours after the sun has set to sleep. So We cheat our- biology on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it right now, Phil. We what are. are we doing awake right now? I know. it's The sun's set like four hours oh ago. Oh, my God. Depending on when you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> so, who, who, everybody, everybody went out. Surprise, not really. Um, I love the guys. I love the guys pitching this product. Um, they were, I give them credit, they, they, they find something better to do with your life. Exactly. I was about to say that. Um, this seemed more like an experiment than an actual business. I mean, I, I give them credit because they went about it scientifically. They're like, well, sure. you know, we have a hypothesis. We need to test it. And, you know, we t- need to test whether the market needs it. And so they had the right ideas of how to, the, the right strategy, just not the right product. Sure. Sure. So. Anyways, everybody out on the nap well. I'm napping well without it. I mean, here's the, you know, the, the good news out of this, uh, you know, if they really believed in this product, I'm sure it's selling right now because of Shark Tank. Yeah. But the, the better news is, too, if if for some reason, you know, they, they didn't really care about this product and they just went on Shark Tank to go on Shark Tank, they did a good job of selling themselves. They did. And they if they, if they don't want to do this, they certainly are now getting job offers. Absolutely. The one guy, I mean, holy crap, he's like uh, double medical schooling at Harvard and some other place. Like, what the hell? That guy's going to make something of himself. Good on you, kid. Turbo Pup is up next. The food replacement bar for dogs. Christine is coming in, seeking 100000 for 20%. Phil, are you feeding this thing to your dogs? I would. Yeah, yeah? absolutely. You know, I, I think it's... um. You always carry snacks and things like that, but I, I get it's not as, you know, especially if you're long, long excursions and things like that. Um, th- this is the way to go. Why not? I think it's a good idea. And I think uh, they talked, uh, Christina talked about how she specifically targeted outdoors stores and instead of pet stores, which I think was super smart because the people in outdoor stores are the ones who are going to be buying the product. Not your everyday at-home pet owner uh, who's just going in for some treats and some food, maybe a toy or two. Um, and I, I, I'm digging the product. I can see the application because I've gone out with a dog before and you have to pack the food and sometimes a bowl and and stuff like that. And so this this is smart. I like this. Yeah. And the fact that she made this in her kitchen for so long, I don't know. I dig it. I also dig Christina. She's great. Yeah, and, you know, Dallas Damon's number one argument was, hey, this is a person who's, she's done three tours. Yeah. She's gonna, she's gonna do it, you know? So, sometimes you just invest in the person, and you find a way. Yeah. So. And, you know, the other thing that I thought was great, um, because this is, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if people think about this that much, but I certainly do. The ha- the fact that the dog in the tank that uh, Christina brought was excited Whenever she opened it, whenever it was ready to eat it, that's definitely a good sign. Because I feel like there have been a couple times where they bring in dog whatever treats, and the dogs are kind of like, "Yeah, okay, I'll eat it because it's there." This <laughs> dog wanted it, so that's a good sign. The dog has to like it. Uh, so everybody went out, but Damon. 
everybody's, uh, let's see, Mark, Rob, Lori, Kevin, pretty much all said the same thing. It's so new. I uh, don't know if there's a market for it. It's such a big market to get into. Uh, but Damon, Damon believed. So he went in 100000 for 35%. Uh, would you have taken that deal, Phil? Yeah, it's for, for this product and, and to, to work with Damon on it, I think that's, that's, a, that's a good deal. You I know, think... and it's one of those things like, why be greedy? You know what? Let's just go into business. Why be greedy? Yeah. And just do it. I agree. This is one of those, uh, it's worth the risk. I believe in her. Let's do it. Decent product. Uh, all right. Bello Verde. Bello Verde. I Joe? Was, I was so confused. I mean, I, I get the product, but the two brands and the thing. Why wouldn't you just keep the name of the brand? And uh, it, it, and if it really was that bad, or like, then why associate yourself with that brand? Right. Why? I uh, see, that's... Okay. First of all, why, 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 why was, was Superman Faber, there? Yeah, Dean Kane. What the... Why was Superman there? Why was what's his name? Uriah Faber, UFC. Yep. Why were they both there? I understand, but they they really didn't really I don't know legitimize it for me. They didn't, but I th- you know you know what's funny? I think for for Dean Kane's benefit, um, I I feel like he just uh, he this is a product that he uses. I don't think it's bad of him to use. I, don't, I you know it doesn't discredit him in any sort of way. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things. He was like, you know, it's nice to get the PR hit. Fine, whatever. But I think more importantly, it's like, I want to get in a room with these sharks, but I don't want to go through the house. You know what I mean? Right. So, when I, you know, this guy asked me to be part of this. Why don't I just go in? It's his thing. I'm not the one who's, like, going to get beat up over it. Yeah. And let me learn from the sharks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right about that. Um, my big initial red flag on this one was the fact that Joe, the guy pitching, doesn't really look good in what he's wearing. Huh. Like, yeah. that was my first, and that's no slight. I mean, the guy's fine, but like. No, it's just like, because he's the thing, he's supposed, right? They said you're supposed, he's supposed to be able to be a stylist for people who don't have right. or know a style. And he doesn't seem to really have a style. So that made me feel uncomfortable. I, I would feel uncomfortable asking this person, if he specifically was involved, to do a suit for me. Um, and then there was, oh my gosh. There was the back and forth and the back and the forth, and he kept talking about uh, was it Aster and Black was the name of the old company. Yeah. Uh, he kept talking about Aster and Black over and over and over again, and it was like, what? Well, what is this Bello Verde then? What the hell are you talking about, Joe? Well, I, I like the fact that he's like, it's all relevant. I promise you. Like, get to it then, for the love of God, and uh, like you were saying. So Aster and Black was this company he was involved in before. It went out of business. He bought a failing company, and he's still really wanting to kind of push that uh, on people. And the two names, not a good idea. I don't know. I just, oh, I, I'm, I was really not a big fan of him. Uh, and, and Mark said he was a good salesman at the end, and I found that surprising. I don't know. He could be. He could be. I mean, he could be. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, but he just he I, whatever custom suits. It, it's it, it's a great market. Trust me. But yeah, there's no a deal. lot of people in it though. There's a lot of people in it. Uh, so, and that was Robert's point. So. Yeah. Um. Everybody went out, but Damon. In the end, Damon offered three hundred and sixty for thirty three percent. Again, 
Joe coming in asking for 6% for that money. And he countered at 360000 for 7%. What? And he was offended by the 33% offer. I mean, here's the... Like, at that point, if if you're honestly trying to have a negotiation where you're actually trying to get a deal out of it, no, just say, hey, listen, there's not... You know, my honest offer is this, and Damon, I respect you. It's just, I don't think, you know... We have a business deal that we can do. Yeah. Because you're you're going to go higher than what I'm willing to give. If you're willing to take 8%, then we have a deal, but... Otherwise, unfortunately, no. And that's not what he did. That's not. He just pro- became if rude. If you went in there, Phil, and pitched Isabella Verde, maybe they would have gotten a deal. Because he didn't seem very tactful with that. You're right. Uh, it just it was absolutely like you spat in their face. Oh yeah, and he did it repeatedly. Damon came down to twenty five percent for his counter, which I was I thought he was going to go out with the thirty three percent. If nothing um, else, like say like. You know, I mean, Damon's certainly looking for a higher percentage. So it's like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not willing to really budge on the valuation, but why don't we go f- higher money for higher equity? Right. Yeah. You know, let, let, let's go there. Are you really not? Are you really not willing to give up equity? Sure. If the valuation stays sort of similar, but instead he said, "I would." He said, "My bottom line." And I would be insulted to even do this. 8%. Well, you got insulted. The- and out! I actually wrote on the bottom of my notes, I hate Joe. Yeah. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm, I don't know you, but you're probably probably my least favorite pitcher in recent history, yeah, to be honest bad. with it's you. pretty bad. Oh, Phil's VTech. Any other thoughts on Bello Verde? Bello, Custom suits. Bello Vici, Bello, however you say it in Italian, get get out. Get out. Get out of here, Bello Verde slash Astra Black slash probably Men's Warehouse. I don't know who else is involved with it. Um, any other thoughts on any of the pitches from uh, episode 14 or 15? Uh, you know, like I said, there, it was nice to see. Because somebody didn't, you know, when you only get four and you have to wait a week for another one, you know, like I said, we, as we've been discussing, you don't always care about them. But when you yeah. get eight, you know, I cared about at least half of them. Yeah. And so, you know, I got, but but the numbers increased. So I was like, oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I definitely enjoyed it, and and it's one of those things like um, from one from the Tuesday tease to the Friday tease. I was like, oh, I get to see another one, you know. <laughs> and so the window of my memory was, you know, it, it just kind of grouped things together better. Sure. Because it's like, next time on Shark Tank. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. In like three days Yeah, because the, 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 the teaser, I never remember the teaser after the episode because I'm like, well, I know that stuff that was in the teaser was in the episode. Yeah. But I don't remember it. Yeah. This I remembered. Yeah, I dig it. I really dig it. So. Lumio, Lumio, Lumio. That's all I have to say. Over and over again. I Damn love right. that thing. I love that thing. Why don't we get into our updates from this week? Let's do it. We got... Uh, let's start with the fun one. Hold your haunches. <laughs> All the guys were wrong. Hold your haunches. Oh. Big item. $1.5 million, Six months and going strong. Laurie and Barbara's first deal together. Uh, hold, hold your haunches. Is this something you would buy, Phil? For my lady. If I had a lady. <laughs> How about those numbers, though? In six months, a million and a half. Of course. That's so... It's awesome. 
Yeah, they, they've done really well. Congrats to them. It's awesome. Good product. Good people. Couldn't be happier. Lori, Lori and Barb, power couple right there. Power couple. Uh, the other one we had, probably something I would buy more into than Hold Your Haunches, personally. Uh, Spy Escape and Evasion. This is, speaking of speaking of stuff I get for the girl, this is like, I don't know, maybe I'm just like half brain dead, but like... <laughs> If you're planning to do something for Valentine's Day, why not go different? Why not do this? That's a great idea. As a idea. couple, like how cool would that be? That is the world's best Valentine's Day right there. Like I'm tired of the dinners and apparently I just got told the other day that a long romantic walk on the beach is not a date. And I'm like, are you what? insane? So I'm like, I'm thinking of all new ways that constitute as a date. That's This is perfect. This is perfect. Go out to the Spy Ranch in Utah. 320 acres of of love, really. And it's one of those things like you enjoy it. You enjoy each other's company. But, you know, you also get something out of it. Yeah, and you're doing something. It's not watching a movie. It's not eating a dinner somebody else made. You're actually active. You're spinning a car. I really wanted to do the car in reverse travel. I always wanted fun. to do that. Uh, I think I might pay this thing a visit next time I'm in Utah, which will be sometime. <laughs> I think we need to review it. Spy Escape and Evasion. Uh, we're going to be giving you a call. We need to test out the product. Yeah, we'll, we'll do we a special do a episode. Review. Yeah, straight from Utah. Uh, in eight months, almost $2 million. Crazy. Uh, but not surprising. Not at all. Not surprising at all. So I'm really happy for them. Uh, congrats. Damon, good investment, and he's uh, really reaping the benefits at 45%. So uh, so that's that. Spy, escape, and evasion for your Valentine's Day plans in 2015. Phil's VTech. You heard it here first. Any other thoughts? Got any news? Got anything for me? Nah. We can wrap it up. We'll, we'll end with a different theme song. Oh, there it is. Phil, tell them where they can find you. You can follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the only camshaft. I'm Cameron Lewis. We will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.